What is new, campers? We are nearing the sunset here at Camp One Clap on the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast. But it is another beautiful day at camp, and we've arrived at day 28 of camp. And finally, today, we have the chance to enjoy a counselor campfire chat with NSDA Student of the Year finalist, Danny Schulz. I'm your camp director and host of the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast, Lyle Wiley. And as we start winding down our time at camp, it's my hope that these episodes have helped to jumpstart speech and debate coaches and competitors who are about to leap into another amazing year of speech and debate action. Quick reminder, check the One Clap socials for today's social media challenge topic. It's been really fun to see all the engagement from folks out there. Additionally, the ABCs of debate with Professor Graham and Kevin, a labor of crazed lunacy and love from camp counselor Adrian Graham, has a new, interesting, fun, helpful episode every day during camp. Let's learn more about today's Counselor Campfire Chat guest, Danny Scholes. Danny finished the season number one in the nation in overall points for the NSDA. She was an academic All-American and a four-year qualifier for Cheyenne East High School. In 2023, Danny was Wyoming State Champ in both Dramatic and Program Oral Interpretation, as well as Wyoming Student Ambassador. In her four years, she's competed in national-level octa, quarter, semi, and final rounds. This year, she was named a finalist for the NSDA Student of the Year. She has competed in dramatic interpretation, program oral interpretation, poetry, prose, humor interpretation, duo interpretation, duet acting, informative speaking, and original oratory. Although she has competed in many speech events, she considers her favorite event drama. Next year, she will continue competing at the collegiate level for Casper College T-Birds and will be studying secondary education. All right. Let's jump in for a chat around the campfire with Danny Schulz. Danny Schulz, welcome back to One Clap Speech and Debate. Thank uh, you. Friend of the podcast. Really nice to have you back. And welcome to Camp One Clap. Uh, so, you know, I mean, like we're doing some camp themed things this month. And first question I have for you, Danny, is what's your favorite camp activity? Like, um, like a real camp? Well, you know, it could be like a real camp or a speech camp speech. or a, whatever. <laughs> it could be real. Like, I mean, I've had like stargazing and campfire and toasting marshmallows and all kinds of different, <laughs> like wading in the creek, hiking. So uh, what what is your favorite camp activity? Well, I guess in the realm of speech, because I'm a big speech nerd, I would say, obviously, something um acting wise character wise super fun <laughs> we used to do speech camps um at my school so we would like um pass around topic ideas and stuff which was really really cool but like in general in camp i would say um roasting marshmallows i freaking love s'mores <laughs> so you can't go wrong with s'mores i love s'mores <laughs> although there is some debate about the proper way to make a s'more mm. or whatever, but uh, I honestly don't really know that there's a wrong way if you've got the graham crackers right. and the chocolate and the marshmallow, however you want the marshmallow. <laughs> right. Um, are you like a stick it in the fire, let it burn kind of person, or do you like just, you know, slowly, perfectly like toast it? I like to slowly like get it golden brown, and I've gotten pretty good at it. So, um, yeah, that's, I think that's the best way to do it personally. Nice. Well, uh, we found yet another talent. Um, <laughs> Danny, you've had an amazing year uh, to cap off an amazing four-year career yeah. in high school teaching <laughs> debate at Chinese. And I just really appreciate you being here. Thank um, you. 
congratulations on your year. We're going to talk about a lot of the cool stuff that went down for you. Um, but before we get there, and I think I've asked you this before, but just let, let's let's talk about it some more. On a scale of 1 to 10, how nerdy would you say that you are? <laughs> I would say definitely 10, especially in the realm of speech. Like, I'm probably the biggest speech nerd you'll ever meet in your life. Like, um, like ask anyone, ask my coaches, like, um, me and my team, like, we like to watch final round videos and, like, dissect them. And I love talking to speech, talking about speech with people. So I'm, like, the biggest speech nerd around. I'm also a nerd in other realms, but speech is definitely... Definitely where I'm the biggest nerd. <laughs> yes. And it's really exciting because you don't have to hang up your speech and debate. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you're not a debater yeah. per se, but your speech chops just yet because you're going to be going to college. Yes. It's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Super exciting. It's really exciting. Um, so I, I kind of have a pretty good idea of how you got into speech. And yeah. I'd like to hear the story from your perspective. Um, I, I say that because I remember seeing you at tournaments, mm -hmm. um, when you were in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we've all got to watch you. We get to see yeah, you up for, for real. You've, uh, grown into speech and debate, but tell us your story. How'd you get into speech and debate? Um, why'd you stick around? You know, what made it a, a good match for you? Right. Um, so obviously a lot of people know, uh, my mom is one of the Cheyenne coaches and she's been for like a really, really long time. Um, even before Mr. Viney was coaching. And so ever since I remember, I was super little, I would go to speech practices with her because it was right after school and my dad worked. So we'd always go to speech practices and I would always watch. And then that kind of transitioned um, into me going to like local tournaments, like at Central and South. And I just loved them. And I would always go with my mom and like my dad would take me and then I would go um, watch rounds with my mom. And so for some reason, I never thought that I would actually be doing speech. I don't know why I thought that, but I just loved, um, I just loved being there. And I remember at practice when Mr. Viney, like, um, became coach, we would, I would like draw pictures and he would like draw pictures with me at practice. So he was very welcoming. And then, um, like when I was in middle school, I guess I, I don't know why I never thought that I would actually be doing speech, but then, then. Um, I actually had a choice of which high school I wanted to go to. And obviously my mom, she didn't say it directly, but she really wanted me to go do speech at East with her. I decided to go to East um, mainly to do speech, um, but also to hang out with my mom and stuff. And I just joined, like we have a speech class. I just joined the speech class and I got a drama piece. And then I went to the East novice workshop and I was completely hooked for life. Like I told my mom, I remember telling her this was like the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. And then from that moment, I never stopped competing for four years. So um, that's kind of my story. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's been a good thing for the community and hopefully a really good thing for you. Too, oh, totally. A competitor for four years. It's been amazing. So glad that you're here. So glad that you stuck around. Uh, you've, I've, I mean, you've competed in almost every single interpretive and speaking event. Yep. Maybe, maybe you have competed in all of them. What, what events have you competed um, in? And then, I, what's your favorite? I've competed in all the interps, which is drama, humor, duo, poi, and poetry. And then I've competed in almost all the platforms. Um, so that's oratory and um, informative speaking. I have not competed in extemp. Um, Pino tried to get me to do it, but I'm scared of extemp. So I also did um, prose and um, duet acting at um, Night Talk, which is the Tournament of Champions. And I also did world schools once in my life so i've done a teeny bit of debate 
<laughs> have you done any other supplemental events too? Like, uh, did you do expository? Yeah, I forgot about expository. I did expository. Um, I did it, um, not this Nats, but last year. And that was really cool because I got to semifinals at nationals, which was insane. And then this year I was going to do an expository, but I broke too far um, in my main event. So I wasn't able to do it. But that is such a cool event. I've also done, like I mentioned, prose and poetry, um, which were also super, super fun events as well to do. Yeah. And uh, I, I brought up expository because I, I knew you did it before and did really well last year. But also Cheyenne East, of course, oh, God, yeah. on stage at Nationals this year and the National Champion Expository. So just kind of a really amazing event run oh, for God, Cheyenne yeah. East. And I know it's it's a it's it's an event that's dear to your heart too i mean it's a it's a fun event um but uh yeah it's a shame that you broke too far. right i know it's a double-edged sword because i'm very proud of what i did and i definitely wouldn't take it back but i had a pretty good explos but i'm so proud of the other three people from our team like that was a really cool experience to have like we've never had something like that ever so it was really cool for our team and for wyoming as a whole what was the topic of your expository you didn't get to? Do? It was about um, the First Amendment free speech. And, oh, my God, it's such a good speech. So um, maybe someone else can take stuff from it, like from our team, and do something with it. Because it's just such a good speech. And I'm sad that I didn't, I wasn't able to do it. Well, sorry about that. No worries. Congratulations <laughs> on how far you got it now this year. And uh, what's your favorite event that you've ever done? Um, my favorite event I've ever done is definitely dramatic interpretation. Um, for some reason, as a novice, that's the first um, of the first event that I got up and started doing. And I honestly just fell in love with it. And I'm not even really sure what um, made me do that. But um, that's the event that I've qualified three out of the four years at Nationals. And I just I just love the authentic dramatic acting. So, Yeah. I mean, you really get to make an emotional impact on folks in, in dramatic interpretation <laughs> for sure. Um, and I know you've had some really amazing pieces that, that have meant a lot to you over the years in drama too. Yeah. So I get that. Uh, but yeah, I also like it when you make people laugh. Too. Right. I'm really good at that as well. So <laughs> we've talked a little bit about it, but let's let's talk about nationals this year because it's not just that you have like gone far into nationals and broke into out rounds for many years and and this year did really well mm -hmm. and broke far in your event. Um, but you also were on the national stage because you were a finalist for NSDA student of the year, <laughs> which is amazing. And you finished the year with the most NSDA points out of any student in speech and debate who's in the NSDA. So gosh, that's a crazy experience. Uh, second runner up. T tell us about your Nats experience. Tell us about being on stage. Tell us about the NSA student of the year experience. Sorry. It's a lot. To no. Tell me about it. Um, so I guess um, I was um, one of the finalists for national student of the year and which was absolutely insane. Um, I remember um, Mr. Viney and my mom got the email that I was, um, that I was a finalist and my mom sent or she told me to check my email and I was like what what does this even mean because I honestly I knew I was district student of the year but I did not expect that at remotely so it was just insane we were all shocked and it was it, it was such a cool thing and I was so surprised um 
And then going to nationals, it was really cool um, because I had to go um, do an interview f- uh, with NSDA with all these big cameras and stuff, which was also really cool because um, they t- they had this video that they would play. Uh, they put it on social media and they also played it um, during finals or no, during awards, I mean. And um, that was really cool because I had a voice and I was able to like um, – say things to like a bunch of people. Um, and it was just a really, really, really cool experience. And being able to go on the stage as well was insane. Like I honestly was afraid I was going to fall off the stage or like trip when I was walking up, but it was just insane. And I think this award is super cool because, um, obviously there's all these awards that award talent, which is also so cool and important. But this, this award, um, this, um, NSDA National Student of the Year really awards, um, just being a good person and doing things for the community. Like some of the, um, some of the words that they like describe this award is like integrity, service, leadership. So it's just really cool that I, um, was able to be there and like, I never expected it for myself. So it definitely proved a lot to myself. And I think it's a really cool thing for Wyoming too, because like um, coming from such a small state, when you see people up there from your state, you're like, wow, I can actually be there. So I, I just think it's such a cool experience and no one from Wyoming has ever, uh, that we know of has ever been that. So that was just an ins- insane experience as well. Um, we just had a really, really, really good year at Nats. Yeah, it really is a great honor, and you, you super deserve it. Thank you. Uh, so congratulations. Um, and, yeah, I was going to say, like, you've always been what I would consider an ambassador for speech and debate. So I think uh, a very good fit for being recognized on the national stage. And Wyoming folks do need to see that mm-hmm. level of success and understand that they can make a difference. So all that's very true. And congratulations. Um, Thank you. Is there anything else you want to add about nationals this year? Um, I guess um, I competed at nationals this year in dramatic interpretation. And I was honestly, I um, double qualified this year in dramatic interpretation and program oral interpretation. And honestly, when I got to nationals, I was kind of second guessing if I should have taken my ploy instead, because I just like some tournaments this year, I didn't do as well in my drama that I wanted to, like, especially at the bigger tournaments. So I was really questioning it. But then I was like, no, this is what I want to be talking about. This is the event that I want to be doing. This is the event that would make freshman Danny super proud. So I was like, yes, I'm going into this event and um, I got to be confident. And I was super scared because drama is just so hard nationally. No one tells you that, but it really is. And honestly, I know I didn't get as far as I wanted to, but breaking top 30 really proved a lot to myself and it proved that I can make, I can make it because breaking those breaks are tough because it's like so many, so many people. Um, so it was just a really good experience and I wanted to break farther, but those last two quarter rounds I had were like the best in my whole entire speech and debate career. So I definitely ended on a high and my grandparents um, came and watched me in Arizona, which was really, really, really cool. Cause I always feel better. I always feel like I do better when um, I have my family or like someone from my team watching me. So it was honestly such a bittersweet experience and um, just being able to do the event that I'm so proud of with a message that I'm so, so, entirely believe in it was just um, an irreplaceable experience and i'm glad i was able to do it since we're talking about this drama a little bit you want to just explain what your piece was and your big connection to your piece a little bit too yeah um so the drama i did this year is called every brilliant thing 
it's a play. Um, it really centers around mental health and suicide. And it's a very interesting spin on the whole like mental health issue, because obviously we've seen pieces about it. We've seen topics and it kind of follows um, this person who has had mental illness in their life, like their whole entire life. Their mom um, was super suicidal and had all these mental health issues. And they basically decide to craft this list about all these great things in the world that make life worth living for them. And they do it for their mom to help their mom get better. And I mean, obviously, I'm going to give away the ending here. But um, in the end, um, um, this person moves away and their mom ultimately commits suicide. And they kind of have this whole epiphany, like the list didn't save save the mom, um, but it ultimately helped them. Like it changed the way they, they entirely see the world. And I think um, why I love this piece so much is because it really shows that mental illness touches every single life. And if we see it affecting someone else or we have it in our family, it's like, it's contagious. It infects everyone. And um, kind of a quote that I had in my intro um, for this drama is sometimes we don't even realize the rain is falling until we are drenched. So it's like um, people don't realize that they're sad or they're mentally ill um, until it's too late until they're drowning. And, um, there's just so many messages in this piece that I think are so important for the world to hear, especially in Wyoming, where we have the highest um, suicide rates in the entire country. So it has just been such a good thing for me to do this year. And I've seen the impact on people. And it's just so it makes me feel so good because I think um, that's the most important thing you can do is have an impact on your audience. So, yeah, that's a little bit about my drama. Yeah, such a such an important piece to share with Wyoming audiences too. I think because, I mean, you touched on this a little bit, but we definitely are seeing that as a problem. Mm -hmm. We also have the stigma about talking about mental illness in our state, mm -hmm. um, which is is really problematic. And we just any opportunity we have to address it in a way that's healthy that can start some discussions or help people feel like they can get help is pretty important. Totally. So, Really appreciate yeah, it just was so important for me this year and for Wyoming and for the speech and debate community. I just like maybe I didn't do as well as I wanted this year in it and I did super well, but um, it was the message that mattered the most. And I know that like in my heart. Yeah. And that's and that's really a beautiful thing about the opportunities in speech, right? Mm -hmm. You get to share. hundred percent. It's important to you. Yeah. So uh Let's let's go back to just like big picture just a little bit. So you, your, your nationals experience was amazing and you did really great. But what are some other highlights from your year? Because you had like an amazing year leading up to nationals too. Yeah, I'd say the biggest highlight I can probably think of this year was um, state um, state speech and debate twenty twenty three. It was at my school in my hometown, and that was just super special for me because like my whole family came and watched me. And like I said before, that is really, 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 really important to me. And um, it was so cool. And um, our team won um, 4A sweeps, which was absolutely insane. And we just had such a good tournament. And um, like my team, like we did super well. And I also did really well. And it was just such a really, just a really good experience. Um, and I also was um, Wyoming's um, student ambassador for speech and debate, which was uh, like, I, I don't know. It was just such a cool experience. I never thought that I could 
that I was able to do that. And, um, and I got to be on stage and Mr. Viney and Pino got to hand me my awards, which was just so cool. Such a good, um, such a good way to um, cap off my senior year, just being in my hometown, being in my school, being in my auditorium. Um, it was, it was um, priceless, honestly. And then some other, um, I have some like general highlights and then just some like other highlights. Um, Districts was also really, really cool. Um, it was in Sheridan and we had this huge snowstorm. So we weren't sure if we were even be able to go. Um, and we were um, kind of prepping for it to be online. And I'm really glad it wasn't online because um, we were able to go and I qualified to nationals in drama and poi. Um, and districts is always like so scary, like for our team, because you never know what's going to happen. Like the weirdest stuff can happen. So that was really cool. And I was district student of the year, which was also insane. Um, I also didn't think that I would be able to do that. Um, and then like our team, we went to some other big tournaments like James Logan, which was super cool. We got to go with my mom and Mr. Starks and I love Starks so much. He's my bestie for real. And it was just a really cool time spending time with my team and being there in um, California and competing. And then we were also, we were at um, TOC, which was also cool. Um, that was a really good bonding experience from our, for our team. It was a super long drive. So we had a lot of time. Um, to bond with each other. And then kind of just in general, I would say this is probably the highlight of my year. It's just, I did all the pieces I did this year were super, super personal and really, really impacted me as a person. Like um, the poi I did this year was on the teacher shortage um, and teachers leaving and the mistreatment of that. And uh, so many rounds I've had, te I had teachers in it just crying and being like, wow, you really, you really, um, you, re you really made me feel seen and you really impacted me. And I think that's um, so important. And I also had a poetry this year um, about um, kind of misdiagnosis of reproductive issues with women um, and like medical gaslighting and stuff. Um, and I did that for a family member who had experienced that. And that was just so impactful to see how other people related to this issue and really felt seen from the piece. And obviously I talked about my drama before. So I, I would say that's probably the highlight of my year, just being, just doing pieces that I'm proud about, but also seeing that other people really enjoy them and um, feel like they're not alone. Because, like, I mean, that's the reason why we do speech and debate. We speak up for these issues and we make people feel seen and like they're not alone. So I would say, like, that was a huge highlight of my year. That's so cool that you had the opportunity to do those pieces that carried so much meaning for you in your senior year. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, is there anything unique that you learned about the activity or yourself this season? I mean, you've been in speech for a long time. Did this year teach you anything that you want to share? Um. I would say this, I, I've always thought this, but this year really um, nailed in this like idea for me. And it was trophies aren't everything. Um, your meaning and your message um, is so important. Um, like there's this quote that DeMond Wilson, um, the guy who founded Night Talk, the Tournament of Champions said, and it was like your words, your story um, has the has the opportunity to change the lives of others. And I think all too often we forget we forget about that. We just think about winning and getting to that next step and getting the trophy and getting that first place. But if you're not proud of what you're doing, if you're not proud of the message that you're um, portraying to the world, it's not going to mean anything to you. And it just makes it that more impactful. Um, another thing that I learned this year is lows make the highs so much higher. 
um, if you have, if you don't do as well at a tournament or you don't break um, in your events or something, when you do break, when you do get that first place, it makes you so much more grateful for it because you're working for it. And no one wants to just get handed that. No one does get handed that. You have to work for it. Um, so I, I just think that um, you're going to experience bumps in the road, but that just makes the highs so much higher. Um, another thing I learned, I kind of touched on this, is working hard is like so important. Um, no one gets where they are um, without working hard. Like all those people on the national final stage, they've been working, working, working. Um, and I, I just think that's so important. Um, and another thing is um, something that has like really been, especially at nationals, I learned this, um, you have the capability to go as far as you want to. Um, all too often in Wyoming, especially, we definitely get overshadowed by the national level um, or the national, um, the national like section of people. Um, and I think it just shows like, us having three finalists it really shows like you can be as good as you want to. You just have to, you have to reach for that level and don't ever think that you're not, you're not able to do that because like you really are like, look at those people on the stage. What's what, what are they doing that you're not, you know? So I, I would just say that just because you're from a small place doesn't mean you can't be at that level that others are. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of really great stuff that you learned that you passed on. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I just want to see if you wanted to add any kind of advice to interpretive or platform competitors at all, like any words of wisdom that might help them in their performance. I kind of touched on this, but just be proud of what you're doing. Like love what you're doing or you're never going to feel fulfilled. Um, that is just like the number one most important thing. Like if you're doing poi, if you're doing poetry, be proud of your topic. If you're doing drama or like humor, love your piece, love what you're talking about. Love what you're doing because um, if you don't love what you're doing, there's no sense in doing it. And I, I also say don't limit yourself. Like you have the capability to do anything you want. You just got to put in the work and anyone can do that. Like you can be on that stage. You can be getting those first every weekend um, don't think that you can't just because of where you come from or who you are. Anyone can do it. Um, another thing is um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Be weird. No one's thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Um, if you don't put yourself out there, you'll regret not doing it because maybe you don't do as well as you can. But if you put everything out there, then you're like, well, I did it. So if something doesn't happen, if I don't break or whatever, at least I tried. And I think a lot of people are afraid of like putting themselves out there, like giving it their all because um, it, it's kind of pro to protect themselves from failure, feeling like they failed. But honestly, I, from personal experience, if you put it all out there and you just give it your all, you'll definitely feel better than if you didn't. So that's like um, some some um lessons i have for others yeah that last one's really hard like letting go of yeah. all the possible anxiety or worry about other people watching you and just i think interpret that's like so important oh god yeah embrace the character and embrace the 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 moment the piece like you have to really let go of a lot of that stuff that's tough especially in humor yeah, yeah exactly like humor's hard for that reason 
yeah i mean you end up throwing your body right things you end up uh, doing weird voices losing. yeah yeah that's that's a really tough thing for a lot of people yeah to let go it really of. is it was for me that's why i didn't do humor for the longest time because i'm like oh i'm scared what if people don't laugh but it's so yeah, important it's gonna look wacky right right but everyone is and it just it it's just so important to do. I think humor is cool for that reason. It kind of helps you let go um, of what of what people think of you, especially for girls doing humor. There's extra barriers. And I mean, I would encourage all girls to go into humor just to um, just to make it just have more representation in there. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so. I guess this kind of leads into my question about the melodrama that you're doing this summer. Um, Cause I imagine that in a melodrama, you got to let go of a lot of inhibitions as well. <laughs> so, yep. so you're, you're doing a melodrama for with, with your mother. Mm -hmm. um, is it for Cheyenne? Cheyenne little theater. Cheyenne little mm -hmm. theater. That's super cool. Tell me about it. So um, the melodrama, it's like um, a little bit about the show. It's like a classic old Western show. Um, uh, basically, there's a villain, there's a hero, there's a heroine, and there's a villainess, and there's some other side characters. But um, it's a really cool show because it's kind of ad lib, kind of. Um, basically, um, the audience is supposed to like cheer for the hero, boo for the villain, hiss for the villainess, and sigh for the heroine, um, which is really cool. It's really cool to play off the audience because... Um, Sometimes they just shout stuff and you just got to like cover for it. And it's just a really, really cool experience. And I'm playing the heroine. Um, and actually I was in the melodrama noise really, really little. Um, I was one of the little can-can dancers, the can-can cuties. So it's a really cool experience. And I'm in it with my mom, which is also really, really cool. Um, me and my mom, my mom is my best friend. So it's really cool to be able to spend time with her. And we've, we've always wanted to be in a show together and be acting together because she was with my brother. And it's just so cool. And it's a good time to it's it's, it's good time to spend with her um, before I go to college. And honestly, I mean, it's just and I haven't been in a show in like years um, because of speech and debate, because um, I've been so busy with that. So it's really cool to be able to um, get back on stage and give back to the theater. Like I love our theater um, here, our community theater. It's a really cool thing to do to give back to it. And it's also really cool after COVID when we didn't know if performance was going to continue and our theater really struggled. It's really cool to see it um, booming again. And I'm honestly really enjoyed the experience because I was in theater before I was in speech. So it's cool to get back to that, get back to my roots. Do you have uh, you have some more shows coming up? Yeah, we actually have two shows tonight. <laughs> we have a seven o'clock and a nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I guess gosh. technically we do the melodrama for Cheyenne Frontier Days, which if people don't know, it's kind of like a it's like a big like festival type thing with like there's rodeo, there's country artists, there's a carnival and stuff, and we have a lot of um, tourists in our town, so that's a big attraction for that. So that's that's really why they do it, and they do it every single year. So, yeah, it's just a big Western thing. Has the attendance been pretty, like, pretty good? So far, yeah. Um, there's two casts, and our cast only has had two shows, but both of those shows have been um, honestly really good, atten really well attended. Um, and um, Frontier Days just started, so I'm sure we'll have more and more, especially um, in the night shows. Cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It's been um, super fun. <laughs> 
it's also typecasting of course you're gonna be right. you know? <laughs> nah just teasing what is it what what role does your mom play she um so she's kind of she's a she's not one of the main like um characters but she's a um side role she's like um the attendant of the bar that we that it all takes place in and it's kind of funny because um throughout the whole story i'm i'm i was like my character was like um lost in a flood or something so she didn't know her real mother or father thought they died and then in the end we realized that my mom her character is actually my real mom so it's like really funny that we're actually mother daughter and people really get a kick out of that <laughs> that's that's very ironic right and, and also lo very lovely <laughs> <laughs> it's cute that is awesome uh so we've We've alluded to this a little bit. You're going to continue your speech career at Casper College next year. Uh, tell me more about your future. What's next for you, Danny? Um, so obviously I'm going to Casper College for speech and debate, but I'm also majoring in secondary education, um, English literature, which I'm honestly really excited about. I come from a very long line of teachers and I, I'm honestly just really excited about it. And I think teachers, being a teacher is one of the most important professions that anyone can be right now because of the whole teacher employment crisis. And I mean, teachers are the, like the most important job ever. They raise the new generation. And also being a teacher, I would love to be a speech and debate coach because I love speech and debate. I love high school speech and debate. And I would love to um, see other people enjoy it as much as I had. So I'm definitely following in my mom's footsteps because she is an English teacher and a speech coach. But I'm really excited and I'm excited for speech and debate. And I'm honestly just excited to be at Casper because um, my mom went there too. So honestly, yeah, that's what's next for me. Yeah, it's really, that's really exciting. We definitely need educators for mm -hmm. the future. It's a, it's a hard thing to to encourage people to go into I know, right? there's a lot of like un, there's a lot of like hard things to explain to folks about what it really is but i mean i think you've got good perspective on that with your seeing mm -hmm. what your mom does uh you did a piece that really like mm -hmm. encapsulated a lot of the struggles that teachers are having right now i think you're going in with your eyes open you're gonna do great thank you <laughs> and coaching speech and debate is i don't know if there's anything a whole lot more rewarding yeah in terms of what you can do so I hope that you get that opportunity. Oh, me too. To be an amazing coach. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, that's all very exciting. Um, let's like let's just go back to generalizing about the activity just a little bit. Okay. So, in your speech and debate experience, like what what do you think is the very best thing about speech and debate? There's a lot of great stuff. What's the best part? I think maybe there's so many good things about it, but maybe the best part is the effect it has on you and the people and your audience because i can i can speak from personal experience speech and debate has completely transformed my life if you knew me before speech and debate you would be shocked because i was so shy i didn't talk and now um i'm not like that at all <laughs> so i think it proves a lot to yourself and it, it honestly educates you a lot um about yourself but also about other issues and stuff and it, it also impacts your audience. Um, like I said, like being in those rounds, you're watching all these really these pieces that mean a lot to the people doing it. So um, it, it's just so cool to see the impact that it has on your audience and that you're single handedly changing people's lives and helping them think different. I think that's definitely the most the best thing about speech and debate. Yeah, there's so much opportunity for impact. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. 
So I, I always like to give folks an opportunity just at the end. Is there anything you'd like to add about your speech and debate experience? Any concerns you have with the community? Anything you want to talk about that's near and dear to your heart about the activity? Anything at all? I think I would just say speech and debate has something to offer to each and every person. Um, Mr. Viney, my coach, calls it the lost and found of people, of schools. And I think that's so true because you see all these people come together for all these different reasons and find something that they're so passionate about and, and, and able to, to get up in the morning and dress in full suits as teenagers and be able to do something so impactful to your life and to other people. I would just say it has something to offer to every single person. So if someone out there is questioning whether they should do it, do it. I remember when I first got in speech and debate, I told my mom, I am not screaming in a piece. I do not want to scream in a piece. And now I scream all the time in pieces. Um, and it might sound a little weird, but um, really you do things that you never, you never imagined yourself being able to do. Like as a freshman, I never imagined um, the things that the accomplishments I would have in the next four years. And honestly, it just makes yourself really proud of how you, what you've done, how you've, um, how you've experienced this competitive world and all the challenges that comes along with it. I just think it has something to offer to everyone. And I'm the biggest advocate for speech and debate, um, and the things it does for people and the audience too. Like, um, my family came and watched, um, they came to nationals and watched the final rounds. And I just think that was so important for them because they were able to see like these young people on the stage, just so passionate about what they're doing. So speech and debate just does everything for people. And I think, I think people don't always realize that it's like probably one of the most important things ever human speech and listening to people. Well, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. That's, yeah. that's lovely, lovely stuff. Thank and you. Very true. I think. So uh, let's, let's let's close out on a lighter note, although it is important um, because I have been on this journey trying to figure out like what is the perfect snack mm -hmm. for speech. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're always kind of in a hurry. It's hard to find that balance of taking care of yourself and uh, your physical needs and everything while you're still getting ready for performance. So for you, what is the perfect go-to speech and debate snack? Um, I would say... My favorite speech and debate snack is probably Rice Krispie Treats or those um, sugar cookies that are super sweet that you get from Walmart with the frosting and stuff. I love those so much. And my team especially, we go to Walmart a lot, um, like after tournaments and stuff. So those are the things I definitely say are the best. Um, yeah. <laughs> Are you a are you a caffeine drinker? Um, I am, but not as much as others. Um, I love chai. I don't I don't drink coffee, but I love chai. If I can get a chai, awesome. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much, Danny, for coming on and talking to me on One Clap Speech and Debate at Camp One Clap. It's lovely to talk to you always. Thank you. Um, it's lovely to I be on. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if, I'd love to have you back. I know you're going to be really busy, but you know, maybe we can work on some stuff. Yeah, totally. I love, I love what you do for the community and being on it and being a part of it is so amazing for me. Thank you so much to the always fabulous and kind Danny Scholes for joining us here at camp one clap for a counselor campfire chat and good luck to Danny at Casper college this year. 
It's always a pleasure to speak with Danny, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for such a talented competitor. What's new at camp tomorrow? Well, Camp One Clap Quiz Clash with Counselor Londi Ganyan will be back for the final round. Miley Williams from Riverton, having defeated Jackson Hole alum Josh Hansen, moves to the final round against the new challenger, Hot Springs County High School alum, debate coach, and UW debater, Jean-Luc Wilson. Also, Counselor Adrian Graham will drop another smoking hot episode of Professor Graham and Kevin's ABCs of Debate. Remember, social media challenges are live for every day of camp this August. Have yourself a fabulous day, campers. And remember, if you are a crazy hiker and you get stuck in the forest, the way to get home is the psychopath. For Camp One Clap, this is Camp Director Wiley signing off.